0: Tune in. Tone up. The one-stop shop for guitar tricks, tips, techniques, and advice. With me, Gary Shilladay, and my own excellent teacher, Dan Davis. In Guitar Lesson 29 we decide to return to rhythm playing, this time looking at staying in time, feeling the pulse and playing rhythmically with interest and in the groove. The lesson is divided up into three parts, firstly we look at playing funky grooves and using a metronome, secondly we have a look at how to play back in black in time, finally we look at practicing different note groupings over a couple of backing tracks. And I'd like to carry on with uh, the rhythm uh, theme that we've been looking at over the last few weeks, if that's cool with you.
1: Yeah, it seems to be very popular amongst our listeners, doesn't it? It does. I can yeah. only I can only assume no one's doing lessons on rhythm apart from me. Well, I, 20, I think maybe... people can... out there listening to me playing rhythm guitar for an hour every couple of weeks.
0: And I know we've done a couple of interviews recently, and that's what we've been spending... Some of the time on, but let's get a few more lessons out there as well. This one's going to be coming out, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, an interesting thing maybe to ask ourselves the question is, what is it about rhythm that kind of gets missed? Yeah. You know, is it this notion that we play a few chords and that's that's rhythm, it's the poor cousin to lead work, is that what it is? Answers on a postcard, guys. Or just Facebook page or email us or something. It'd be really interesting to find out sort of what the deal is. I have a notion. I have a theory. Yeah, go on. Let me in on the theory. Shall I let you in on the theory? Yeah, please. Bring bring me in on it. I'm kind of of the belief that there's some things in music which you don't appreciate when you start, and like anything, it's it, it's easy to be buy into the the glory boy aspects before you start buying into everything else. I suppose it's a bit like when you look at an outrageous fashion designer it's the outrageousness that draws you in not the fact that the stitching's amazing and the and the you know the the quality of the the cloth is is incredible you know it's the wow factor that brings you in it's the thing that draws you and the details those are seen later so sometimes with with things like lead playing it's the wow factor of it that kind of makes it tick for people It's the thing that draws people in and attracts them. It's the magpie element. Yeah. You know, but rhythm is something that you come to and appreciate later as to how important maybe it is. Yeah. How essential it is. And we sometimes forget that, you know, most of our time isn't sat there playing solos. Most of our time is sat there playing sort of supporting parts, you know, be the rhythmic or riffs or whatever, to everything else that's going on in the song. Yep. So now I've got that off my chest. Sounds good to me. <laughs> does yeah. that
0: make sense? It does make sense, yeah. I, I think so. so. I think it's one of a lot of things, isn't it, that you don't uh, pick up on early in your playing. And maybe early on in your playing, you're spending a lot of time with your finger dexterity or or whatever it is because you want to try and nail a lick. And then uh, there's all this rhythm we talked before about theory as well. Mm-hmm. And all those things kind of sit in the background, don't they? It's something mm-hmm. you can do a bit later. They can wait till later. Yeah. But really, it get, get stuck in as soon as you can, folks.
1: <laughs> I remember a very, very long time ago, Eddie Van Halen being interviewed. And this would have probably been in maybe like the early 90s. And he was saying to the interviewer, I wish in some ways that people bought more into my rhythm playing. they buy into the lead thing, very much the Glory Boy thing. Yeah. But you listen to Eddie Van Halen's rhythm playing, and it's, you know, we're probably not going to go down that road today, but have a listen to it, folks. Yeah. It, It ain't no poor cousin to the lead playing. His rhythm playing is just incredible, and it's just chock full of groove and chock full of good licks and... A groove, listen to things like Hop for Teacher, it really swings, yeah. it really grooves. So the rhythm part is probably as tough as, as the lead part. guy managed to encapsulate an entire rock song with three people and a vocalist live there was rarely another guitar player and yet the songs always worked
0: yeah absolutely you know, fantastic
1: so player but being good at playing rhythm is going to be useful for you whatever you do whatever style you do yeah so what aspects of rhythm would you say are, are letting the side down for you i think just making it really interesting
0: Whenever I do the funk stuff, well, you've shown me some funk stuff before and I might pick it up for a bit, but I don't practice it enough. So it's, it's about the amount of practice that I'm doing, but it's also about just kind of getting into the groove. I'd say getting into the groove and keep it on top of the beat or you know, playing around with where I am on the beat and things like that. So, Okay. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. I think making things groovy can be an issue for me. Making things groovy. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. No small ask, I understand. It can be difficult. I know you, you do meet up with mates and have a jam. Yeah. I think sometimes, I'm not saying this is what's happening with you necessarily, I don't know, I've never met the guys, but sometimes if you're working with people who are or playing with people who are that little bit better than you in a certain aspect like, maybe they will make it funky and they will make it groove, you're much more likely, I think, to be taken along with it than to buy into it. It can be quite hard sometimes with this sort of stuff to do it just in your bedroom. Yeah, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? When, when you're with a drummer who makes it swing and makes it groove and makes notes hang over the bar in a syncopated fashion and he kind of sort of reels you into these musical situations and you spar off each other, you can end up finding yourself having someone you can kind of latch onto in a band and have, yeah. have some kind of rhythmic fun with. And that can be tougher to do when you're sitting in the four walls of your bedroom yep. staring at a CD player. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand just that. not the same. So maybe let's start with a, a classic, funky... ..kind of groove... okay so were you struggling to find the groove with that
0: possibly not i was taking it i was simplifying it and i wasn't struggling as a result of simplifying it maybe
1: so let me hear
0: you play it on your naked that's probably now i will right here we go Anything interesting there, I <laughs> just kept it simple.
1: <laughs> so I just want to go with what you've what you've got. Now I know I've said this before, and I shall say it again until I'm blue in the face. When I had lessons as a teenager, that's where I learned the funky stuff. And my guitar tutor at the time said, When you make something groove, it should be so groovy that if all of the other instrumentalists were to leave the stage and you were just left with you and your guitar people should find it groovy enough and rhythmic enough to dance to. Yep. Now, I realise that's a little tougher maybe with some of your straight rock tunes or whatever, or country tunes, but certainly with Funky Things, it's a good place to set the bar. Okay. So when you're playing Funky Things, the first thing to remember is where the hell is the beat? Without it, we're a bit stuffed, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's set that beat. number one is let's find where that beat is yeah okay so i want you to stamp your foot use it like a metronome yep keep that nice and steady and make it (laughs) groove So when I was listening to you playing the last little section of rhythm, it seemed a little rushed. Yeah. What I would suggest with, with a funky rhythm is you need to get the rhythm funky first and sitting in nicely in the groove before you start pushing for yeah. more and putting extra things in there. So get it nice and funky, sitting just in that groove... me You can do that bit there. Yeah, not very good. Sorry. Keep it even straighter. <laughs> yeah so when we talk about you know not not sort of learning to run before you can walk, yeah it's even more so doubly important. literally I was sitting on the fifth fret here. Top three strings yeah. fifth fret. I'm concentrating on my foot I'm concentrating on where the beat is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just want you to just concentrate on that. Okay, feeling it a little bit, but not much. (laughs) That 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 was a lot better. Yeah. Sometimes there is this thing with funk where people don't appreciate... The problems that you come up against when you play a funky line. Because it's hard to be consistent. Yeah. We are human. We are not perfect and great at absolutely everything. And it's almost impossible for us to play something exactly the same way twice. It's part of what lends music its humanity and its charm. Yeah. Is the fact that it's got this human element... And, yeah, that and, makes sense. You know, it, it's Chris was saying that in his interview actually, which we had recently. Uh, I found that was very interesting about him sort of saying, you know, almost kind of embrace the mistakes we make. You are human. You don't want it to sound like a machine. Yeah, you, you do want, you know, to have a human element. And while there's definitely a lot of truth in that, with something like funk, one mistake that we don't want in there is being out of time.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because exactly.
1: that—that's a bit of a no-no but you know you can't play exactly the same thing exactly the same way twice but whatever you do do you do want to make it bang on time yeah and to do that start with the simple things i want you to do it again and really we're going to set a metronome yeah 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 and i want you to really focus on this as like a kick drum just a few seconds just to really settle into it and just find that groove okay here we go
0: This is
1: something I need to work on. Yeah, with funk, it can be a bit of a funny road to go down because we can kid ourselves that it's really, really simple because it's not necessarily particularly noty, but it's how in the pocket we can keep it timing-wise and keep it grooving and it's a stamina thing, you know. You might be able to play a funky lick for a couple of bars, but can you keep it up for a three-minute song? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true, yeah. Yeah. I actually went to Ronnie Scott's a couple of weeks ago and saw You
1: Pee Wee Ellis. I think you mentioned you were going, and that's probably what I heard of them.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. It was really good, and the guitarist there was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was really funky and just spot on. You know, it was absolutely amazing, actually. Mm. Quite inspiring.
1: Yeah, I mean, funky guitar is not to be sidelined as something that's too simple. There's an awful lot of rock guitar players who don't have experience who... Think that you know it's it's only the bone crushing solos that present the problems, and actually you can have as many problems getting a funk guitar part to sit in the groove as anything else.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It may sound a little bit existential, but I would always kind of think, especially if I'm playing a groove, maybe, and I'm not in a rehearsal room and I'm not playing along to a backing track. I try to kind of imagine what a bass player might be doing or what a drummer might be doing. Yeah, okay. You want to push, really, for for that inner pulse, that inner thing inside you which gives you your timing. Yeah. Which means you don't necessarily have to count or necessarily tap your foot on the floor, but if it helps, then great. Sometimes almost visualising, essentially, sort of you know, what's happening and what's how you're going to make your funky parts sort of sit...
0: Yeah, it's like relaxing into it. In yeah, way.
1: I notice you kind of rush Yeah, a little bit too much. You're not relaxed into it, so your body's a bit tired. Like, you're not overall locked into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense, yeah. I once saw a drummer who was playing with Guthrie Govan at the basement in Chelmsford. Pete Riley, that's it, Pete Riley. And I remember commenting afterwards that I'd never seen And I've seen a lot of drummers, a lot of very good drummers, but I'd never seen someone who looked so graceful behind a kit. It was like watching an incredible dancer. Yeah, yeah. The way the arms and the legs were everywhere, but it was all in this very controlled fashion. And it's like the duck thing. The duck is smoothly going from one side of the pond to the other, but peddling like the devil underneath.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. All there's the work Pokemon. going on, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know?
1: And so there's work being done, but the grace with which it's being done would lead you to believe that it's, it's nothing more than a completely natural reaction to, to what the person wants to do, which, of course, essentially it is after they've studied that instrument for that length of time and probably have a an aptitude for it. And I think with the guitar, it's, it's just the same. Are you one with the instrument or are you fighting it a little bit? Yeah, okay. Makes is, sense. Is, it does is, make sense. Is it something in your hands that you wrestle with yeah. or is it something that you've got under control? Yeah, it makes
0: that makes perfect sense, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's deep a, stuff. It's a
1: deep for a Wednesday night, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it's that thing of kind of relaxing, relaxing into it. Yeah, yeah. And kind moving. of moving with it. It's that kind of thing, I suppose, that oneness with the rhythm and with the tune. Yeah. You know, if I'm soloing, I don't sit there thinking, I'm going to do this rhythm, and I'm going to do that rhythm, and I'm going to do the other rhythm. I've sort of got some ideas, but I'm I'm pretty much going with the flow and with the flow of the piece. Yeah. Until you get that kind of naturalness, things can all often seem quite clunky. Yeah. But I mean, to help instill that naturalness, let's find out where the beat is. So, I would suggest maybe some metronome work just to pull things in a little bit. Yeah, I'll do that. Something else. And you... I've got that
0: trio band creator thing as well. You were saying about imagining the drums and yeah. the bass. Well, it, it kind of makes that for you. So right. A bit of that as well.
1: The yeah. reason I also say about, like, you know, I know it sounds like hippies talking about rocking horses. <laughs> Not rocking horses. <laughs> Not rocking horses. What am I talking to- about? Rocking horse poo. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, gotcha. That does make sense. unicorns, that was it. Unicorn Mm -hmm. poo. Unicorn poo, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I once had a dodo as a pet, but yeah, right. (laughs) Um, But but the reason I'm I'm talking about it is if I had a quid for every time, I have had a a student, usually a child, but sometimes an adult, and they say, oh, well, I can do it when the drummer's here. Yeah. But, mate, the drummer's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't need to rely on someone else for your own personal timing on the instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that you need to instil if it's not naturally there. So,
0: metronome is better,
1: actually. It's never the be-all and end-all. You can't beat getting out there and playing with people. But sometimes when you play with people, you can't always guarantee you're going to be able to play the stuff that you need to play to move along. Unless you want to join a country band for your country chops and a... 70s style funk outfit, yeah and bash out earth wind and fire tunes <laughs> it's not very realistic is it no unless you've got 100
0: <laughs> days every week <laughs> that's it big pair
1: of silver flares yeah beautiful yeah um so then go get changed into your cowboy hat and your boots. yeah Oh, you sure look pretty, man. (laughs) They can't get you spandex on. Wow. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) So we have to generate situations where we can practice this stuff. Where a metronome is really good is it will kind of rein you in. Yeah, but you've got to remember that's, you know, this. That's like your kick drum. Some work on a metronome as well. It's never over, is it? No. <laughs> I made the mistake. You can see in a way good like, for a lot of it though. <laughs> a metronome never lies. will tell you the truth. It's a style of the funky stuff where timing is all important. But when you're playing the funky stuff, it's like you're more percussive. So it's about how you kind of link in with the drums and the bass. You're playing a much more percussive style. Yeah. What what tune was that you were playing? uh, I was was... messing around with some chords, D minor 7, E minor 7, F major 7, Then for some reason, the G7 sharp 9, I'm not quite sure why I put that one in. And then I went into a a kind of, Duran Duran's Notorious. was doing a full A minor 7 Yeah. little fingers up here on the 8th fret of the B on the 8th fret of the B and then... so you go down and then you come back up again Funk style, my hands are always on the go. suggest maybe working with like you say you've got that thing that gives you bass and drums yeah the Digitech trio <laughs> the Digitec band creator. creator or something yeah yeah the band creator that, I mean again that's a very good tool yeah so that would be my, my starter for 10 so what other rhythm things that have you come across that maybe you think oh I'd like to play that a little bit better or do it differently or
0: maybe some of the rockier stuff like Guns and Roses and stuff like that
1: Guns and Roses. Uh,
0: and ACDC's good too, but the way I've learned... there's one, in fact, maybe you'd help me out with the back in black thing. So I, I know that as a copy. All right. And that's where the groove doesn't always fit in for the whole thing. Do you get what I mean? I, so I, I mm-hmm. kind of know where the beats lie. So when I do that, it'll be like, I've got to remember it. <laughs> but it's like keeping that as a groove and you know bit, making sure it's really tight I, I don't know Okay. That, that right didn't it? guitar swap maybe yeah okay yeah good plan the
1: AC/DC you were talking about there, the yeah. Akedaka
0: yeah that's it yeah
1: Okay, so with something like Back in Black, which you're alluding to... Yeah. The tricky thing with Back in Black is you've got these extra bits... Really, the first thing, obviously, is getting your chords in the right place. It shouldn't be too difficult.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Then we've got the extra bits. Now this is where people usually cock up. Yeah. So the first one. So we don't want to label the last
2: note.
1: That's it. Quite a short sharp. And then straight back on the E. So. Right.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A let's that let's peel it back. <laughs> this, is, this is bum fight at the old oak tree. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's
2: awful. Isn't it?
1: <laughs> Painful. <laughs> okay, let, let me let me clue you in. Okay. If ever you hear singers doing long runs, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that solely nonsense you can't just rip through that stuff often you have to kind of slow things down I had quite a lot of vocal lessons back in the day and the one thing it taught me which I should have known already is that if there's a, a little glitch in the melody it's not just a held note there's more going on so that we know what we're doing you know with our voice an instrument you cannot see we can only hear it You have to slow that down. So, just in the same way that, like, if I was giving you, I don't know, some bends going down the neck. I can't go, there you go, Gary, you'll go. You can't just rip through that. You have to learn every bend. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be a bum fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, that requires slowing it down, because every single bend requires a slightly different approach. You know, are you going to bend it enough to hit a tone, or is it a semitone? Which is it going to be, and on what notes is is that going to be? Yeah. This isn't an instantaneous thing. It's our job as musicians, when we go out live, to make it look easy. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's not our job to necessarily always play something that's easy indoors. We have to play stuff enough times so that we can go out and make it look like the guitar is part of our right arm. Yep,
0: okay. Not not the other way around. That that makes sense, yeah.
1: Right, so when you're looking at a lick, a lick is almost like a set of dance moves strung together, which again, a dancer would do slowly, and then they would tie it all back together again. Thinking of this when you're looking at that lick just that pull off lick the first half is easy it's pulling off from the third to the open on the top two strings that shouldn't be too
2: difficult
1: Difficult. but the last bit (laughs) is a bend up a release and then a pull off Don't really want to hear that. I the low uh, oh, yeah. guy.
2: Okay, so
1: labouring it too much. A bit quicker. Yeah, that's more like it. So in that short space of time you've got to bend up, release and pull off. So that's a lot to do. Yeah. In what? A second or so? Yeah. Yeah. Now once you finish playing that little ditty, you then gotta literally leap from that straight back to the E chord. Ah. <laughs> a little bit slower isn't it it's quite
2: <laughs> so you
1: time already yeah 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 second time
2: around
1: a bit was that kind of <laughs> yeah okay so what I would suggest with something like this is maybe work away from a metronome to start with yeah so that you're knowing you know that all your lick is sort of tidy you know you're not bound to play it as fast as the metronome is asking you to you can take your time with it maybe put it up against the metronome see how it fares and then if you're still struggling to pin it all together the next step, really, is, is sort of peeling back the timing of that metronome so that you're going in at a slower level. Yeah, yeah, know. okay. Because also with something like "Back and Black," it's kind of a classic tune, and when you get it wrong, you know audiences don't like that with classic tune, Everyone not it. Is right? it's yeah, like, oh, who oh, got it wrong? I think you're <laughs> it in bar twelve. Yeah, I'm sure I did. It very much relies on that inner pulse, but clearly, what we need to do here is trying to instill an inner pulse. Yeah. That's forever going, but you also need time with the licks on their own so that you can spend enough time getting those right so that you don't find it sort of a few chords with a mess in between. It's, it's quite distinct. Yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> Any other rhythm? Things that cause the pain but it's only the uh,
0: the other thing is uh, just going from kind of uh, this kind of thing to messing around with going from triplets to going from eighth loads triplets sixteenths so when you're soloing fives so yeah just in practice to so that I can use it in solos you know go, and did you want your guitar you back I mean? it's alright you carry on yeah you sure yeah 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 it's fine Okay. Unless you want to swap. Go on, Gary. You know you want to. <laughs> All right, then.
1: So, what you're okay. specifically referring to is when you're using different note groupings in a lead setting now. Yeah.
0: kind of going from, and and then maybe fives, and all that kind of, I'm I'm getting there with that,
1: I'm getting there with all this stuff. Well, let's maybe try a backing track to start with. Classic backing track in the key of A, just to try some different groupings. You got to either play it really quickly already.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: up. Yeah. So we we'll start with say yeah. start with say something that's easy like threes. You get yeah. the idea, you sort of practice That's a good practice regime, yeah. ...quite individually like that. I'm going to search for about a backing track of that one, sort of we'll round to a hole. But you may find as well that although it's definitely good to know things in all the different shapes... That some shapes lend themselves better to playing triplets or yeah, like that three notes four of string. string yeah. yeah, and one good little thing you can do is take a scale like that. Start with triplets; it's natural home for the folks out there. We're playing a G major scale, starting on the third fret of the bottom string. It's going three, five, seven, three, five, seven. Yeah. Then on the two middle strings, four, five, seven, four, five, seven, and on the top two, it's five, seven, and eight. Yeah. On both strings, it's straying three notes past the octave, but we are in the key of A, so that's two notes, I guess. Yeah. So that's doing it in threes, but you could do it in fours,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just depending on where you put the accent.
0: so you're accenting every fourth
1: here comes a bit of a jam track to try we will move up to the user-friendly key of b minor <laughs>
0: Funk Fusion Jam Tracking B Minor 120 BPM. Nice. Just
1: so I find it. But when you when you're thinking of playing over something that's quite groovy, yeah, you can start real small because you want to slot into that groove. So you you start small and then you take it from there. Yeah. So like I'll just give you an example where I was doing this. So I'll start real small with a couple of notes A and B. Expand out a new note. <laughs> Mm-hmm. in this yeah, yeah, See what I mean? Not just from one phrase yeah. to the next, but we're using the rhythmic things that we're kind of placing on the tune as a sort of a... What's the word? Almost like a sort of a guide that we can then sort of superimpose the next set of notes and the next set of notes and the next set of notes on, but we start small. Yeah, we just build it on. Mm.
0: Oh, thanks so much.
1: Brilliant. Awesome. No problem. I hope that has been helpful in a rhythmic sense. Very much so indeed, yeah. I've got
0: a lot of work to do on this side of things. Haven't we all? It's it's it's
1: a never-ending story, I'm afraid, and it goes on and on and on.
0: Stay tuned for more episodes, jams, improvisation ideas and well-informed thoughts about amps, pedals and guitar tone. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud or see our website on tunein-toneup.com. Here you'll find show notes, tabs, and further research and resources. It's also a good place to get in touch. We hope you're finding these lessons as interesting and as useful as I do, and if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them.